Good morning and welcome to my podcast. My name is Pastor Edwin. Here we have another morning devotion at my table. Thank you. I know I've been away for a little bit. Uh, We've been doing some things for the ministry as always. For the glory of God to bring those that need to go part of this great, great endeavor. So today I'm going to come to you with um, an opening uh, into Hebrews 12. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 6 through 7. A lot of us, we go through things in life, um, constantly uh, feeling persecuted and far away from God sometimes. And even we may trip and fall and uh, fall into the temptation and sin. But we're not to stay down there. We're to stand up, wipe ourselves off, repent of those sins, and move forward. And as Christ said to the uh, Mary Magdalene when she had her persecutors in front of her and he drew the, 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 the names on the, on the, into the sand of those that were ready to stone her <clears throat> he asked anyone that was without sin let them cast the first stone meaning that if they've done nothing wrong if they were perfect then go ahead and do this no one is perfect so when they were gone he told her to look and see they were gone because of him that she is forgiven of her sins to go and sin no more. So let's continue. Hebrews 12, um, verse 6, starting at verse 6. Hebrews 12, verse 6. For whom the Lord loves, he chastens and scourges every son whom he receives. So in other words, everyone that he loves, he will punish, right? If you endure chastening, God deals with you as with sons. For what son is there whom a father does not chasten? So chastening is being punished, being uh, disciplined. Uh, Let's say disciplined because people hear the word punish and they think you're getting whipped. You're getting beat down. But that's not the case here. It's called, even though sometimes discipline feels as if you are being beat down or whipped, um, discipline being spoken of here is a little more, it's a little more towards the love side, like uh, tough love. See, I mean, there's a terrible misunderstanding among believers today about God's method and the way he, he disciplines his children. They'll point to some kind of like disaster, a tornado or a car accident and say, I guess God sent that catastrophe or let that happen to teach us a lesson. Not necessarily. He didn't do that. I mean, I believe a loving, he's a loving God. And a loving God doesn't send death and destruction on his children to instruct them. He doesn't unleash his bad uh, a dog to bite us on the leg so so we'll learn to wear our boots he doesn't allow us to cut our fingers so we can look at the blood and remember what Christ has done or anything like that how does he chastise his own well with his word in 2 Timothy 3 16 through 17 says every scripture is God breathed given by his inspiration and profitable for instruction for reproof and conviction of sin, for correction of error and discipline and obedience and for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be complete and proficient, 
well fitted, thoroughly equipped for every good work. And you look in 2 Corinthians 7, you'll, you'll see an example of this as well. There, the Apostle Paul talks about a situation in Corinthian, uh, Corinthian church that needed correction. That church had gotten out of line and had to be disciplined. So Apostle Paul went about doing that as well. But how did Paul do it? Not by asking God to send an earthquake uh, uh, and you know tear down their buildings and hurt a few people so they can suffer and look at how how mighty our God is. No, he did it by writing them a letter. He wrote them a word of reproof that hurt so badly they would have preferred being beaten with a stick. Hmm? It could, it it cut deep into their spirits and brought them to repentance. And, and a lot of times this is what we need where a, a minister, a pastor would would come to you with correction, with this type of chastising because of love. He would bring to you even the words that he's speaking, you know, would cause you to feel this type of chastening. Your Heavenly Father loves you. And because he does, he will chasten you. But he'll do it with spiritual, not fleshly tools to use the spirit power in his word to chasten unbelief and purify your spirit in such a way that you'll come out strong, not weak and condemned. So quit bowing down to disasters and start subjecting yourself instead to the word of God. Yield to the word. Let it correct you and trim away the flesh and the lust that you lead astray, that leads you astray every time. Remember the sword of the spirit is two-edged. One side is for Satan, the other side is for you. Let God use it to keep you in line. And in this, I always spoke. I, I like to um, share with you that I, I go into prayer before reading the Bible, um, knowing that the word is a two-edged sword. And I ask the Lord to let it pierce my heart going in, that I may have conviction of the things that I've allowed that are sinful and against the Father um, for that day or throughout that week or, or at that moment in time. But let it cut me coming out as well so that I may learn. That I may learn that I need his word to heal me, to teach me, to raise me up according to his will. And this is very important. So remember today in this short devotion how much God really loves you. That when things start to happen in your life or in anyone's life at that matter. It doesn't mean that God is letting these things happen for you to learn a lesson. If you start thinking that way, remember the devil is a liar. And at times we ourselves lie to ourselves by thinking that our God would do something like that. Yes, he allows things to happen in the world, but this is to people that do not serve him, people that do not come to him. Most of the time it's for them to come closer to him, groveling at their knees and feet, asking for forgiveness or asking for help to God, which a lot of us, we understand that either you have crawled to him asking for forgiveness and taking you out of the trouble and the the, the, uh, the mind uh, stress that you were in or whatever the case may have been, we cried out to him and he saved us from that turmoil. So in this I say, thank you brothers and sisters for loving God the way you do. Continue to love him. Remember that if you feel the weight of uh, conviction, learn from it. Let that sword, the word of God, pierce your heart going in so that you may feel that conviction, that you may repent of the sins and be aware of those things that you have done 
that he does not like. And when it comes out of you, may it cut your heart so you will learn that you need God, that we need him to teach us, mold us, and raise us up as his children according to his mighty will. And this we pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.